shine here. Deal with many women, but treat down fair. And I'm bigger than the city life down in Times Square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. SQR Podcast, Score Rosenberg Radio, coming in on a gorgeous, gorgeous Tuesday evening in Patterson, New Jersey. We're in the lab and the ambiance is so crisp right now. We're blessed to have an, ex- you know, it's a very interesting how I met the guest that we have and how we're going to dissect his life and then go on this journey. However, you know how I always start the show. I want to take this moment to big up everybody that tuned into the last show and everyone that's in the house tonight. SQR Podcast, we got an electric eclectic group of people in the house tonight we're blessed to have the energy of my boy let me just let's slow things down first and foremost big shout out to my boy charles and manny behind the camera thank you so much for holding us down making sure everything's looking crisp yo to all the guests that are in the peanut gallery from my boy joe and the guests that he brought in thank you so much sir for making the energy so right by the way salute for the food my youth much much respect to that big shout out to a guest that's been on the show numerous times but she's back in the u.s jennifer de Kunto, aka thank you so much fresh from south africa thank you so much for being here we know we have some other guests in the house right now big shout out to my boy max big shout out to lou big shout out to my boy rob in the back holding us down ellie thank you so much for holding us down on the sound bing 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 it's a pleasure to be here guys we're cracking and the ambiance is so crisp right now because tonight i am blessed hmm. to have a comedian an actor and I'm sure you're gonna describe everything else that makes up the resume. My boy, Chris Atkins in the house, straight from Texas. Bo, 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 bo. SQL Podcast, Score Rosenberg Radio. We're gonna crack into what Chris is all about, where you're from, the journey. But before we do that, introduce yourself to the audience and to my listeners and let them know where they could find you on your social media. I thought you would say where, where they could find me now. <laughs> Why not? Let's get, let's get I don't it know in. Where now. the hell I'm at now? <laughs> It's a side street with a with an alley. I don't know. It's a field. It's... I like that. I'm Chris Atkins, man. I'm from Houston, Texas. Uh, social media is Chris Atkins Comedy with a K. K R I S A T K I N S Comedy. Okay. Chris Atkins. That's all the way across my social media. Houston, Texas, man. South Park represent. What's up? Yo, let's just lift up these green bottles and toast to these Heinekens right here, for the energy is so right. Let's yes, sip on sir. that real quick. Ah, oh, man. Yo, Heine, the best beer out there but you might you might have your choice on that well now nah, this is good i like now nah, i rock with him i rock with him yeah bon, thank you so much yes, anyway sir. score rosenberg podcast sqr we're gonna crack into chris atkins and let me just bring people up to speed on where i was blessed to see you perform right. at the newark F- film festival mm-hmm. you were act maybe number five or six coming up and the reason why i mentioned the number that you came up in because you brought the energy of the room up when you performed mm. You know, I was there checking out my boy, Hassan Oliver. Big shout out to Hassan. Hassan. Bing, bing, bing. And you know, so funny, the reason why I didn't even mention Hassan in the lineup of the guests is because he's in the house covertly just <laughs> plotting, you know, because he's going to be an integral part of the movement that we're going to be creating here at SQR Podcast. So big shout out to Hassan. But as I checked you out, I realized that I need to get to you and, and find out your story because your material was unique. Of mm. course, um, you coming from Texas, there's an infinity there towards that. So I want to hear your story and your journey. So let's crack into this right now. Oh, man. Let me ask you this. Originally, where are your parents from, grandparents, the whole initial grounding of the family? Straight from Houston originally? No, you talking about Mississippi. That's why I sound like this. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody be like, that ain't no Houston accent. No, this accent from Mississippi. This is this is deep cotton picking, <laughs> tree trunk dragging. This is, <laughs> this is 
Yeah, I'm gonna try to maintain because I know you're a comedian. And no, just go. Let's do it. No, let's go into, <laughs> no, 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 let, let, no. Let's go into this because when you mentioned that lineage, I'm thinking, okay, so you you probably were experienced and taught some of the struggles that they went through growing up. And so let's just dissect this. What was the household like? How many brothers, sisters? What was that like? I got six older sisters. I'm the youngest and the only boy. Big shout out to that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's 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 an accomplishment. Mm. You know how much that is to deal with that many women just <laughs> all the time. You, that's stress. So where was where, where was dad? Hell, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, if I know how to win, got him. You need to come help me. This is they on my back. No, so, it, was, it was just so mom, six girls, and you. Oh, so um, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Like, so my dad like. Okay, I'm an 80s baby. You know, like a lot of babies in the 80s, their daddies fell to the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by fell to the same? Let's dissect that. What does that mean? Listen, listen, crack era was alive and well in the 80s. It was <laughs> okay. cocaine if you're rich, crack if you're poor. Like, that's what okay. heroin, like this. Wow. So you grew up in a family that was afflicted by the whole. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, all around. That's family member, cousins, aunties. Parents, nah, that was that was it. It was all over. So you're in Mississippi at this time. Mm-mm. My mama is from Mississippi. My family, like you, like my grandparents, they're from Mississippi, and then they moved to Houston. Okay. Some stopped at like New Orleans and stuff, you know. But that's kind of how they did. They like, you know, most people out of Mississippi after slavery was over, you know, they they went up to Mississippi. So that's why it's a big population in Chicago. Mm. they did like and so they followed it west too so they came out to houston or la let me ask you this um you remember your grandparents you met them just one just my grandma my mama's mama that's it i don't know none of the rest of them did you or did she share any stories about what it was like growing up like you know that she did she drop any knowledge or jewels on you as you that you remember um I don't want to say is they dropped knowledge and jewel, but they took us to pick cotton. Like, <laughs> I don't think that's really a jewel, but you learn real quick. You don't want to do this. Somebody wrong as hell for free. It's some bullshit. No, seriously. See, yeah, seriously. Now we went to pick cotton. They took us to Mississippi. Wow. Yeah. Like the bulb, you see the bulb and stuff, and it prick your fingers, and like now, like it's a little bit. They show you the sack. What age were you? Oh hell, we was young. Like I had to be like five, six. What's the most interesting story or experience you remember about that time period? You mean from like going to like Mississippi or something? No, that that five to six, when you're picking cotton. I mean, you're, I'm pretty sure you're going back to visit grandma for the summer or whatever, and then all of a sudden, because you're, you're born in Houston, correct? Yeah, born in Houston. So you would go back to visit. Because I'm just fascinated by what are you thinking at that age? Is like, oh, was this fun? Oh, I'm just going to go. You know, because as a kid, you're just go. You're having fun. You're out and you know you're playing around. Or was it you're working? It started out. I thought we was gonna have fun. Like that's, <laughs> that's how it started. I thought this was gonna be fun, but ain't no trees around. Just the sun beaming. You realize it ain't fun real quick. Wow. Now you get it real fast. Wow, wow, wow. You get it. This ain't the right thing. So let's let's navigate this journey. So here you are in Houston. Gotcha. Six sisters. Mm-hmm. Mom in the house. You're the only male. Were you treated with a little bit more privilege than the girls? 
Uh, or were you treated a little more crappy because you're the only man, so you got to step up? you damn right. The latter. That's what it was. I like, I, I never forget. I was at one of my cousins, uh, one of his mama had passed. We was at the funeral and he spoke. And he kind of grew up in the same situations. And he got up. It was, I never forget. He said, my mama said, no, he said, um, my mama didn't have a man, so she made one. Mm. SQR podcast, score Rosenberg Radio. Every time you say something profound, we call it dropping a jewel. Mm. You just dropped a jewel right now. Yeah. Let's let's repeat that. Say that again. He said, "My mama ain't have a man, so she made one." And the reason why I ask you to repeat that because that is a profound statement. Because when you look at what's going on in our society right now, mm-hmm. a lot of women are doing that, mm-hmm. and we want to salute them. By the way, what's your mom's name? My mama named Janet. Janet Atkins. That's my baby. You want to big her up right now for making you a man? Hey, mama, you know I love you, girl. That's that's my baby. She get on my nerve, but I love her like this. <laughs> <laughs> my mama made me. I'm talking about I'm eight years old working on pipes. Just <laughs> what? <laughs> no, she was like, yeah, she was for real. So and, and and you know I had I had other guests on the podcast whose parents weren't as um, disciplined and demanded as much from them and mm-hmm. now in the past they they said or they say i would appreciate it if they were more what yeah, was your what's, what's your now that you got a chance to look back retrospectively mm. what's your thoughts on your mom and that whole experience growing Ooh, up Ooh, i appreciate it so much because it's like she just my mom put stuff on your back like i was 12 with a bill like, like, she puts something on, like, you got this bill, this yours. Escura podcast. You know, you know, you're delivering the material with so much, you know. But there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of value to that right there. I'm not delivering material, I'm giving you a report. This is different. Like, no, I'm telling you what happened. Like, now nah, you had a bill. Like, but I like I appreciate it now because like in my age, like I know how to go out there and get it. You know what mm. I mean? Like I know how to hustle. I know how to pay my bills, you know, keep shit paid. Like, man, I could cook. Bro, I can cook. I can like I potty train my nieces. I'm it's wild. I do hell. SQR podcast, Score Rosenberg Radio. My boy Chris Atkins. It's it's hard to even keep a straight face as we dig into some of the pain and the growth that you've gone through. But we're gonna take a quick break. Come back. I want to pick up from into high school Ooh, and where that's you a good one. yeah, <laughs> and where you coined and started realizing the talent of being. So ridiculously funny. SQR Podcast, Score Rosenberg Radio. Chris Atkins will be back after these messages. SQR Podcast, Score Rosenberg Radio. As we get ready to crack in into the second segment of this jambalaya. I usually say omelet, but I'm going to go with a jambalaya because you're from the South. I want to big that up. You know, as we get ready to crack into the, the journey into high school and, you know, where you honed and maybe i'm assuming that you honed your talent for comedy during high school so i don't want to preempt this question so why don't we crack into this tell me a little bit about that transition and when you found out this may be your lane comedy oh that was after high school okay so stop right there let's go back to high school then high school what was high school like man listen high school (laughs) that was a weirdo I would like the thing was we grew up so all them kids you know with a single mother that money is stretched and so like I ain't I wouldn't name brand so I just learned how to be a loner and just talk shit to everybody I never you know <laughs> I never was never interested in comedy I was just interested in getting people up off me oh okay so that's what it was so I was a loner and like I played sports like I was a runner I was an athlete I ran hurdles and I played football so that was it wow what position on football wide receiver all right, I'm Jamaican. I'm not a big football guy. I'm soccer. We play the real football. Listen, I ain't no. Listen, I ain't no argue. I ain't come to argue with you. That's, no. 
All right, so maybe you know what? Let me, let me, let me, let me let, you know. Sorry, let me, let me just, let me just. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me apologize to my guests. Let me reel back somebody that jumped me a car and testosterone. I really, I really came up. You know, yeah. shooting stuff. Yeah, no, I really, hey, yeah, no, you're calm right. Calm down. Yeah, I just, yeah. Hold on, Trevor. I didn't ask you. No, you're right. My, my apologies. <laughs> yeah, the Jamaican kind of come out there because I'm not exactly savvy when it comes to the football. You know, so wide receiver. Because, you know, when you think football, in American football, you think somebody's going to play that, especially in high school, they're going to be built. And, you know, you don't have the stature, you know, as I would assume just you would. Just go and say it. I ain't got the height. You just beat the <laughs> Just say it. This ain't nothing new. You act like I just got this body. I done been this way. It's, All right. I'm 33. I ain't grew since I was 12. You think I ain't heard? So, I, I know what size I am, squirrel. Just say it. SQR Podcast, Score Rosenberg Radio. I have tried Pretend to keep like a straight face through this entire podcast. Myself. But let's just finish. Let's just, let's just dissect this journey without me losing composure here. So now you're in high school and... You know, you, you realize that your mom has to stretch the dollar, so you're not wearing name brand. Of course, you're being attacked and the whole. Oh, man, listen. I, I don't want to get you off track, but I can tell you some stories. Give me one of the most fascinating story. So my mama don't like to spend no money on no shoes, right? Right. So I already know we ain't getting no Jordans, no Air Max, none of that shit. Cool. I'm going to try to get some $50, $60 range. Okay. Look cool. Look. I go in there to go get the shoes, right? We in this little store called Just for Feet in Houston. It was like a discount store. Right. I go in there with the $50 shoes. I get to the register. She done went and got two $10 pair of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I want them. She was like, if you get these, you know, we can pay the light bill. We ain't got to be bumping into each other. And that way, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Who says that to a child? I just left. I walked out the store. That, what that, can that, I that's say? That's such a fascinating. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, wow. So that really slapped a little bit of reality into. Well, I, that's when I started working. I got to do. I got to do it. I can't go through this all the time, squirrel. I'm not gonna do this every time. So, how was the grades in high school? My grades was horrible. I didn't. <laughs> The problem, so I'm one of the key is that, you know, I got sense, but I ain't trying to sit down and do all this work. That's dumb. I don't, it, cause it don't make sense. They didn't ask you dumb stuff. Like I get Pythagorean theorem, all that kind of stuff, but they would be mad at me like in math. I didn't like to show my work. I get a right answer. I worked it out of my head. I'm not, I'm not gonna write this shit down. That's, that's, <laughs> so it works. It, it worked. Like no, just, I, it worked, trust me. So I was you, always good at figuring stuff out. So you made it through high school, graduated. Who was the biggest influence into the whole comedy realm and the confidence for comedy? To go into it? Yeah. Was it a relative? What, what was it? What was the... The moment where I was like, ooh, yeah. I got to try this shit. So I was at a show. I was at this show in Houston. I had bought a ticket for me and the chick that I was with at the time. Ticket was $75. I don't make a whole lot of money. That's $150. I done spent some money. <laughs> it's like, all right, we're at the show. I bought drinks, all the kind of stuff. I got to add that money up, and I looked around the thing, and it wasn't like I knew the comedians, and I had heard their material before. I ain't trying to throw shade, but, you know, you had heard the material before, and I was like, I just started counting the seats in there and how much everybody else paid. And <laughs> so you started doing the math, yeah, the math in your head, I, not on paper. I think people have been laughing the whole time I've been talking. I might as well need to look into this. Uh. That's what happened. Do you remember the comedian that was on stage? Um, I remember the show. 
I remember it was Cedric Entertainment was in town. I don't remember exactly who was on stage. I remember my boy Billy Sorrell. Shout out to Billy. He's out of Houston. He do big like Billy good dude. He was on the show and uh, he was the first one that let me on stage. That's the reason why I said that because when I got that a high moment, I went to his show, mm. like his open mic, and he let me on stage. Okay. There. So that's why. I so we we want we want to go through that right there. I want to take you back to that moment. Mm-hmm. So now you go at your date. By the way, was she impressed with the? Basically, what I'm trying to say, I'm trying to figure out the most diplomatic way of saying, did you get some that night? Oh, yeah. we Yeah, I was getting that regardless. Because <laughs> <laughs> you emphasize how much you invested in the date, so I want to make sure. Oh, yeah. This was back. I wouldn't, listen, I wouldn't spend, I ain't no big money spender. I'm going to tell you the truth. I ain't got it. I tell the woman straight up, listen, baby, I ain't going to impress you with this money. Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's a lot of confidence I'm a proud there. proud warrior. That's what my mama say. You're I'm a what? A proud warrior. What does that mean? I can pray for you. <laughs> I can talk to God on your behalf. Like, I don't have the money for you. Ask your podcast, Core Rosenberg Radio. He's sneaking another jewel by me right now. Tell him what you do. I pray for, listen, you got to find another, listen, if you ain't got the money, figure out another way. It's another way in. You just got to find it. Mm. So here we are. We kind of skipped through. Um, were they ever, was there ever college in the whole journey to where you are now? Yeah, I went to college. Where? I went to Prairie View. Shout out to Prairie View A&M. Buck, Buck, big that up. Yeah, that's my school. What's um, your major? Political science. I like politics. Now I got into politics. I figured out that's what it was. I like to argue. But that has nothing to do with politics. Bullshit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> look at politics. That's, that's, a whole, that's the whole deal. I'd have been looking. That's the whole SQR shit. podcast, Core Rosenberg Radio. I guess another jewel is being snuck by me as he reminds us that politics is nothing but. Yeah, ain't nothing but arguments. As we focus on dissecting to this, it, I got to tell you, that went over my head. Political science or politics wasn't in the genre of things I thought you'd have done. How did you do in that major? Um, so I bounced around. I did a few majors before I did that because I wanted to do like economic uh, development. Okay. Because I want to do like, I, I got good sense and I want to put the shit to work. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like the community, my community needs me to help them, you know, figure out solutions. So that's what I wanted to do. The college didn't have it at the time. Mm. So then I did like early childhoods, like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> like different majors I tried. was like, yeah. nah. So then when I, like, Katrina happened, 2005, I had cousins that lived in New Orleans. Katrina happened. That's when I was like, all right. And I got glued in to seeing like what the government response was. I found myself like looking into stuff because I was taking like statistics and shit, you know. So mm-hmm. I was putting the work, you know, putting the putting the theories to apply at work. You know what I mean? Let me ask you this: Do you think, or do you remember, or know what it was that initiated that major of study? Was it a family member that stayed in that line? Was it because you? Like I'm very curious because here you are. Let's just really recap before we take this break. You know, you grew up in this household where dad's a rolling stone. There's drugs in the household. You have, you have six sisters. You know, high school you weren't doing that great, and then you go into a, a major that requires some due diligence. What? Why that major? If you can remember now, looking back. Thing I remember the moment. I was never a dummy. Like, and it's a lot of kids like me that live in my hood and hoods around America and everywhere. I was never a dummy. The work was just stupid to me. You know, they didn't know how to reach me. There were no neighborhood programs around. You know, they was tearing down parks and shit. Like, there were no jobs. Like, in my hood, there ain't a bank. It's like two banks. 
Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like four or five mile stretch. Like it's a big place and there's no no name brand groceries. You just get to add all this shit up to how you have to pay taxes. You have to respond to the government. Mm. They don't respond to, to you. you. Mm. How can I figure this shit out to help the people that I know? And that's what I was in um I was in summer school my freshman year, pissed off because I didn't go home. I stayed there. I was pissed off in summer school. Then I thought about the shit. I was like, man, you know, we only graduated 88 people out of my class. Mm. Out of them 88, only like 50 went to college. Mm. Out of them 50, only like 20 of them stayed for the second semester. When I started doing the math, I was like, shit. You made it. <laughs> Why are you pissed off about being here? Mm. And that's when I figured you got to put your shit to work. You got to quit being dumb. Go and put your shit to work. SQR Podcast, Score Rosenberg Radio, Chris Atkins, Dropping Jewel. And I'm, I'm so glad you were able to segue and deliver that with so much clarity. Because, you know, as funny as you've been delivering everything else, you know, I want my guests to understand there's a lot of truth behind this. You know, wise men's one tell me a comedian, you know, is able to deliver content because they've experienced it. And I really mm-hmm. appreciate you for delivering that. We're going to take a quick break, come back. I want to pick up from college right into where you are right now, what you're doing. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to crack into a five-minute set with my boy, Chris Atkins. It's going to be bananas. SQR Podcast, Core Rosenberg Radio. We'll be right back. One. SQR Podcast, Score Rosenberg Radio, as we get ready to, you know, get into the, the, the I want to say the dessert section of this podcast mm-hmm. with comedian Chris Atkins, which I just found out during our, you know, behind the scenes powwow that Chris Atkins not only can change a diaper, hem a dress, <laughs> but he can also change an alternator. Thanks to, you know, <laughs> thanks to moms, you know. So, Mom Dukes, you were, you, were, you, just, you were just mentioning some of the qualities you, you learned from her, right? Yeah, but my mom put me to work. Uh, <laughs> just whatever she needed. That's what I was at the time. Nice. No, I, I, and you know what's so funny? What did, before we jump into the journey up to college and where you do comedy now, looking back at those experiences and those demands that were put on mm-hmm. you, what's your perspective on that? Oh, Buzz, he's, it's smooth sailing for my lady. Like, Ooh. it ain't like for a woman with me because I done figured out, like, I, like the difficulty is learning, like, that, that woman particularly because I thought I was just going to be good with any woman because I knew women. Now you got to learn the one you with. Mm. So that's the difficulty, learning the one you with, you know, learning her particular habits and all that kind of But as far as, like, clean and, you know, all that kind of stuff, now, nah, bro, it's good to go i'm domesticated that's t- sqr podcast score rosenberg radio so now we're going through college and your your comedian line has been created by the experience you saw mm-hmm. you are now getting ready to do your first set do you remember where you performed two-part answer first party is um it was a set but i didn't think it was set. i used to host the shows at the church I used to go to church. I got put out of every other part of, like, the choir, uh, you, you Sunday sing? school. Nah, I was just, I was a rebel. Hell, I would leave. Like, you know, when the preacher get on, I'd be like, we on break. So I would, <laughs> <laughs> I would leave. Like, I would take my break while he preaching. Go and do my 30. Which, which is supposed to be the meat of the whole yeah. reason for going to church. But it's a playground right down the street. I'm going to go and hit that for a while. <laughs> okay. So now, so um, so they tried me. Like, the last thing they tried me, they let me host the programs at church. Mm. 
that was the first time like that really just and I would do I was doing comedy didn't know it was comedy then but I was doing comedy so you get up on the mic grab it and introduce everybody and flow the MC the show mm-hmm. do you remember if you were nervous the first time they said here go I was like I right. <laughs> you're built for this <laughs> like they didn't messed up <laughs> first thing I said they was all nervous too because like I was I was total rebel. I was getting fights out. So the first thing I said, I was like, because uh, in the old, you know, the black churches in the South, you have somebody get up in the programs, read the Old Testament and the New Testament. So they did that, right? And the first thing I said, I knew we had somebody that was going to read from the Old Testament. I didn't know he was from there for real. <laughs> <laughs> it was an old preacher. And everybody thought he was going to get offended, but he started laughing. And then it just, like, from then on, it was just. It was a natural fit, like I like I would MC programs at other churches and stuff. And no, but I'd lip that intro at that moment in front of that audience takes some cojones, my friend. It, either like it's just what like honestly, I can't do nothing else at this point. Like the more that I done done comedy, I just I don't belong at your job. You don't want to deal with me. Mm. You don't want to deal with me in the meetings, <laughs> interrupt <laughs> with my questions. Like you don't want me there for real. Let so, me do this. The, the wittiness, the creativeness, you've now started honing that. Mm-hmm. Who are some of your idols? Comedians. Favorite comedian, Red Fox. Hands down, my favorite comedian is Red Fox. Love the dude. Like, he, his wit, the joke, man, he was just sharp. He was, yeah. Red Fox, my favorite. Bernie Mac, after that, like, I love Bernie. Mm. That's my dude. After that, um, I mean, I got a bunch of comedians I like to hear from. Of course, you know, the greats, everybody do. But, like, um, and another one, like, my surprise, people that everybody really don't know is Bill Burr. Like, that's my dude. I like Bill Burr. Mm, Bill Burr got some bits. Wow. So, as you're graduating up into fine-tuning the craft, mm-hmm. are you, what's your process? And I don't mean to ask the secrets. You don't have to d- disclose this if you don't want to. What's the craft? How do you fine-tune the craft to deliver the material you do in the way you do it's um so the mics the open mics that you go to like that's the, like shout out to my boy brooklyn mike that's the reason why i'm in new york first of all like he got me in new york one of the hardest working comedians i know like he do mics tough mike been in the game like 25 years <clears throat> but do mics like he still just got in you know a month ago like the mics train you because you say stuff after it's an idea you have to say it to somebody mm-hmm. and it just you know it just cuts the fat away it just cuts so it's just getting up in front of them different crowds and then for me like i live in brooklyn and there's a bunch of west indians in brooklyn <laughs> yeah we do own that we do but own that whole sector acidic jews it's just it's a mix this is the funniest little thing you've never seen in your life how y'all stay together i don't get it but whatever just you know, it's so funny. Um, I'm, I'm curious because I, I don't want to d- skip around too much. How you end up from Houston to New York? Um, I know you mentioned Brooklyn Mike got you here. Yeah. But that day, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be macro. And what I mean is that day when you said, you know what? F it, I'm going. So I met this girl, right? <laughs> <laughs> So I was in LA doing comedy, met this girl out there. We started talking and everything. She lived here from North Carolina. So we talking and everything. 
and she wanted me to come take this course, personal development course. So I was like, all right, cool, I'll come take it in August. First time I came here. Then I met Brooklyn Mike in between August and September when I was going to come back here. So I was here in September doing shows, and I, I did a TV show too. I taped a TV show while I was here. And so I'm doing shows, and I'm with the chick, and you know, we having a good time. And everybody was like, why are you going back home? You don't have no kids of job. And I was like, I don't know why I'm going back home. And I just did go back home. What? I just didn't go back home. Like, I remember looking at the planes that flew over. Like, I wonder which one was me. <laughs> that you were supposed to be on. I was supposed to be on. Like, I, everybody was pissed. It's like, why you didn't go back? But I just made a decision, dog. Like, jump. Fuck it. Why not? SQR Podcast, Score Rosenberg Radio. Another jewel that you're not going to sneak by. He made a decision. Jump. Why not? Mm. What's your mom's thoughts on Ooh, boy you don't want to hear that you miss it you know? <laughs> Ooh, you wrong for that yeah you i just took, i was i knew i had that in the back and i knew i had to ask that question the mechanic the driver <laughs> the grocery dude <laughs> the electrician you just, what's mom's thought of the fact that you're now in the lane of being a comedian or I, or being funny and that's your lane so um she was nervous my mom think i'm a baby like she got all these girls she think i'm a baby so she was nervous and like i remember when i first started doing comedy i would tell her about the stuff and she was like i don't think that's funny <laughs> your mom said that. yeah and so i didn't invite them to show like they didn't come to the shows to the first five years like i five years i didn't invite them to shows mm. i ain't want no pity points like i ain't want them there trying to you know build my self-esteem now let me deal with these strangers we just see how it really fair out there in these streets. And mm. So after five years, when they did come, they were so nervous just seeing their face. Like, they was in the audience. Do you remember the first show that she was at? Oh, yeah. I told a joke about her. What was the joke? <laughs> so we used to throw a paper out. True story. We threw a paper out for most of my life through high school. So we throwing the paper out one day. Long story short, somebody took the manhole cover, the sewer. Somebody yeah. took the top off. She keep throwing papers, but they ain't making it where they got to go. And she don't want to get out the car. So she keep making me get out. I'm pissed off because it's 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm supposed to be asleep. <laughs> so you're still working. But I'm working. <laughs> working. So she throw another paper. The shit don't go where it's supposed to. She looks, you feel like getting that. I felt like cussing out. I didn't. I reached to get out the car. I fell in the, in the manhole cup, in the manhole. I catch myself by my elbows. <laughs> she still don't get out the damn car. But she panicked. Threw it in park. Grab my hands! <laughs> it was dramatic as shit. I slammed the door in her face. <laughs> I'm thinking in my head, if I grab your hand, I'm going to pull your ass in here. I'm just... <laughs> what's wrong with you, Casey? Shit, I'm supposed to be asleep. That's what's wrong with me. All the other children oh, sleep. Oh, my God. That's amazing. No, oh, man, I can tell you a whole story <laughs> about that. It's a whole story. However, I, I seem to have picked up a lot of... Um, and maybe it's a th therapeutic... Route. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. I think it was for me and her. I think it is for me and my sisters. Like the shit we went through, like dealing with a parent on drugs and same parents just I think it is for all of us, cause like they was in there gasping. But when I dropped the joke and it hit, it was like, all right. I think. And I mean, she told me she was like, I remember looking around at people and I could see their teeth. Like <laughs> my mama, she real dramatic. I can see their teeth, Casey. They had their head back. <laughs> And so she, she felt calm. She was like, all right, you found something you like. 
Eskira podcast, Go Rosenberg Radio, Chris Atkins sharing that intimate moment and that journey. As we get ready to wrap on this, um, you know, I always dissect with my guests and ask them, <clears throat> now that you're in the lane that you are and you've found your talent, I give you the magic wand and you can make two difference, two wishes you have. I just gave it to you, bang. The only disclaimer is the second wish cannot be two more wishes. Damn, that was the first. Okay, so go. Two wishes, magic one, anything I want. Or anything you want to anything you want to do. Um, first wish, political influence. <clears throat> I want that. Um, Elaborate. Second, on political influence? Yeah, briefly. Man, I love politics, dog. Like if people just would figure out what your vote do and how your dollars actually transpire into like actions, either for or against stuff. Quit striking and marching and all that. I, like, I ain't against it. I feel you, but do it with your dollars. It make more sense than with your vote. If you put people where they're supposed to be or you run for office yourself, you quit having all them damn problems. You don't have a seat at the table because you don't even try to sit down. SQR Podcast, Core Rosenberg Radio, another jewel, another jewel. Wow. Second. Second wish. Um, okay, why not? I just want to be on vacation riding roller coasters. <laughs> it's your podcast, Gore Rosenberg Radio. My boy Chris Atkins, thank you so much for a wonderful, wonderful podcast, my dude. You know, the, the journey has been amazing. We're going to close out on this, and, you know, thank you so much. We want to, as we close out, let people know where they can find you, if they need to book you. Um, we're going to do a quick five-minute set, so we're going to post that, too, but let people know where they can get in touch with you, my boy. Man, everywhere you look for me is Chris Atkins Comedy, K-R-I-S-A-T-K-I-N-S Comedy, Chris Atkins Comedy, everywhere. Um, I got a website. I, got, I don't really maintain it well. I'm getting better. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on Instagram. Instagram, I DM you and comment on your story. But that's where I'm at, like, most of the time. But now, um, you want to book me, go through all that. I do all my own stuff right now. I appreciate it. This is a hell of an opportunity, bro. Bong, I, like, I, you, like bro. The whole, I like the whole bat cave. This shit yeah. is nice. Bong, bong. It's your podcast, Corey Rosenberg, Rain, as we lift these Heinekens. Chris Atkins, one.